HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hello, welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katema, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are both broadcasting live from a studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily in the supermarket, but what is beyond the sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, so I'll try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Koko Kayoko Seo, Japanese beverage specialist and also a former musician based in New York. And Koko worked at the legendary Japanese cocktail bar, Angel's Share, in East Village, and she's a, a certified sake and shoju advisor. So currently, she hosts a fun weekly educational happy hour at Bamoga in West Village called Coco's Spirit. Sake is becoming popular, and we now see plenty of sake lovers worldwide, but there are other great Japanese alcohol beverage, alcoholic beverages uh, waiting to be discovered by the non-Japanese audience. And Coco is one of the few people who can teach you all about them. So today we'll discuss how Coco became Japanese beverage expert, and what Coco spirit is, what Japanese spirits you should try now, and much, much more. But quickly before we start, Japan Eats is available on Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify and subscribe to Japan Eats. And please write a review. We really appreciate your feedback. Also, if you have any ideas about the topics, topics of the show or show guests, please let us know. You can email us at japanese.heritageradionetwork.org or akikokatema.com. Now, let's start our conversation with Koko Seo. Hello, Koko. 
Welcome to Japan Eats. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me here. Right. Great to have you here. <laughs> so, uh, so first, uh, let's talk about your background. So I heard you are from uh, Chiba Prefecture, mm-hmm. which is in Tokyo, and uh, studied music in Japan before you came to New York. So uh, what area of music are you specialized in? Um, I study classical music. I started playing violin when I was four and then started playing trombone since 10 to university. Basically, study classical, but I was so into jazz at the end of the time in the university. Mm. Yeah. What happened to switch to? Because a trombone player, female, that it's usually like a very tough to get into like a professional orchestra or whatever, but in the jazz world, there's a lot of solidists and the playing so cool and then that's why it gives me the chance oh I can be in there mm. and then the music is so beautiful and then it's everybody has very uh, deep knowledge about the, their sounds or like chords and it's more like fascinated me too mm. yeah right um, I think to me jazz is more improv- improvising and then mm-hmm. work with other people. Yeah, right. yeah, that's so. also one of the other stuff. Like, I like them to communicate each other by notes, and then that's why the musician told me a lot of essential stuff. It's uh, very, very new for me, and so the classical music is just there, like it written stuff, but. Like a live jazz and everything, it's very like a conversation, more natural. Mm. That's why I was very interested in that one. Mm. But um, I didn't. I was not the great, great musician. That's why I want to be more like a promoter or producer. Mm. That was my like a sh- shift turn. Or like I'm trying to do more like a expand or like a introduce music for the other people in the mm. audience. Yes. Well, that's what you studied, the business side at the college? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like my major is music business and I studied more um, like um, business and also like language, like English and also some like uh, um, governmental program or like how to manage the theater and some like a little uh, physics, how the vibe, like a uh, musical vibration goes to the different direction. Mm. So there's a lot of different angle. We can be more like a, a professional art promoter. Mm, yes, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only go to concert and you see musicians, but they're lot going on behind it. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah. So the um, I think what you're doing now um, seems to be more related to setting up the stages for many players and you were so good at it so i will talk about it in, in a minute okay so when and why did you come to new york so um first i was crazy about jazz and then i decided to come to new york to explore more in experience about uh, being jazz coordinator then so i moved here without anything i just had a big dream i thought i could like i can conquer it and then so my uh very respected uh, professor told me, like, if you want to do in this music business, you better to speak at least three different languages, Italian, German, and English. And then, okay, I'll start with English. And that's <laughs> the reason to be here first right. time. Okay, and then it was, uh, when did it come? Uh, it was 2005 or 2006. Mm. Yes. Okay, mm. so it's a 12... Something yes. Like that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so uh, I heard you work for Hank Jones, mm-hmm. who was, of course, a legendary jazz musician. So how did you meet him and uh, what kind of job did you do for, for him? Yeah. Um, so I was like seeking to have 
opportunity, even if it's a very tiny one. And I keep telling the people I wanted to do this kind of coordination, even though I was dancing at you know some like a club or drinking with my friend. And then I got a chance to uh, work as an intern at the Carnegie Hall for Ikuko Kawaii, the very famous, uh, beautiful violinist. Then I was helping to uh, translate for the audio clues because they have a very specific uh, unions regulation. That's why they brought all the Japanese technicians to New York. That's why I was there as a liaison to communicate them. Mm. At that time, Hank was uh, the guest prayer. And then I found his manager and then I just go there and talk to her. I say, how much I, you know, I am so allowed to work for them. And then, so, yeah, that's the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> so you must have really impressed her. Yeah. <laughs> I called her every day, and then I was like, I'm dating with her. Like, she's she's very mature, the lady, but, like, I always, oh, I'm come like, in the neighborhood. Would you like to have coffee? Or, like, would you like to talk about it? I was just always around her. Mm-hmm. And then I just wanted to get the opportunity to work for her mm, yeah persistence <laughs> <laughs> wow that worked out yeah right so so you after that you worked with uh hank like mm-hmm. coordination yes. related to japanese business mm-hmm. so uh basically my boss at the time she was handling the japanese tour or coordination for with japanese musicians so every time he goes to japan tour i would with them and helping them Sometimes I just uh, carry a lot of bags or like uh, helping them to take in a photo or give him like specific color of the pen to sign his CD. <laughs> so like not everything, I did everything. And also when Japanese musician come here to record, make CD with him, I was helping the recording or like what related with him because I can speak Japanese. So that's why like all Japanese musician related thing, I w- I work for him. Mm, yeah. Wait, so how did you find him? <laughs> oh, the Hank Jones? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hank. Uh, so I, I found a uh, lady who is working for him. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, how then, did you like him? Oh, um, as a person, I, is, I, <laughs> I was so honored to even this very short time work with him or work for him. And then he was the one of the best uh, talented musician and the very very nice person and he appreciated everything so that's why I was so lucky and still a lot of musicians told me he had a great time so he's always so humble that's why uh, maybe my career right now and everything I always uh, remember how he see the world how he treat the, uh, all the fact he, it's coming to him mm. so uh, he is a legendary musician and uh, everybody knows but he practiced every day more than four hours or like he always thanks for everybody that is the best moment in my life to work for him. Mm, yeah, right. And you actually, you your name in uh, in one of his uh, CDs. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. So <laughs> it's amazing, mm-hmm. right? And then you worked for Angel Share, mm-hmm. uh, the legendary yeah. <laughs> cocktail bar. <laughs> um, so uh, it's it's really a make up Japanese cocktail culture, and it's, mm. since I think it opened in 1993. Yeah. So, um, by the way, the Shingo Gokam, uh, one of the top partners at the, in the world, mm-hmm. was the head partner there. Mm-hmm. And he came to the show on episode 54. Um, oh. Yeah. So, uh, so, so why did you start working at Angel Share? Yeah, so uh, the music uh, 
dream job, it sounds very good, but it's so difficult to pay rent. Mm. And then, so, and sometimes when I go to the tour with Hank, I have to take it off for three weeks. Then, so I found a job at the Indochare, and then Shingo is a bar manager, as you said, and then he's only one that me to go to the tour because he's a big fan of jazz and a lot of his cocktail named after the jazz standard. So that's uh, very good uh, for me. That's why I started working there as a uh, hostess, like mm. metal D. Okay. Yeah. So what's you actually, uh, what was we responsible at Angel's Share? Yeah. So first I was uh, helping them seating or greeting. And then it's very uh, like a, simple job at the first time but also the bar is very small and all the uh the operation is very complicated at the end i was most like handling the old table how to welcome the vips or sometimes people misunderstand i'm a manager because i am <laughs> i'm talking very freely but um yeah so i found that job it's more important uh, to support bartenders so i don't make cocktails but i want to uh, make them to feel more easily to handle their guests or uh, making cocktails or giving the best time for the best opportunity or experience for the customer. Mm -hmm. So that was my role. Mm. Yeah. Sounds mm. like you learned from Hank's business <laughs> and then applied it to yeah. Angel's show. Yeah, but also like I just love to talk to people <laughs> and mm. then that was my like best job. Right. Yeah. So what did you learn from the experience at Angel's Share? Angel Share is so hardcore bar and it's really cool and I love that before I start work working there but uh, also I learned a lot of hospitality and also they care about the details and how to uh, treat the guest customer and the, all the small stuff uh, actually matters then so at the beginning I didn't like cocktail much so I was just there to making money to pay the rent but uh, I found uh, something very interesting uh, like uh, making cocktail is very similar to the music and then so sometimes like uh, martini is very simple ingredient only two ingredients like a uh, bourbon and the gin or vodka spirits but each bartender has a very significant different taste mm. and i found what is that and then but oh and at the time i realized same as music because music is just written on the paper but who pray, when you pray, and who you pray with is going to change completely. Mm. That's why I found the similarity. And after that, I was so into to uh, speaking or telling them about the story behind that. Mm. Yeah, that's how I uh, learned all the cocktail and then bar or industry, like a hospitality industry there. Mm, right. So the recipes are the notes and then you apply mm -hmm. depending. So you have to make the best environment. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm, for the cocktails to be shining to the customer, <laughs> each customer. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Right. And uh, so... You have a day job, I understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Investment banking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as an assistant. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you're so busy, but uh, regardless, you have um, a fun educational happy hour. Yes. The Bamoga mm -hmm. called uh, Coco Spirits on Wednesdays from 5 to 8. Yes. So, uh, so first, what kind of uh, place is uh, Bamoga? Bamoga is very um, cool place. Their, their theme is 1920, 1930. 
uh, Taisho era, which is a time when Japanese people start wearing the Western clothes, and that's why their uh, their cocktail is based on or a little bit related to Japanese ingredients, and also their bar. They have the amazing food. It's kind of yoshoku style. It's kind of became so popular at the time. They are mixing a Western cuisine to the Japanese style. So, and it's very cozy and then like nice area and the West Bayless, I really love there too. Mm. Yeah, work. Right. Uh, so the Frank Cisneros, who came on episode 111, mm. talked about um, his cocktail at Bamoga too. Because mm-hmm. he, he consulted for yes, yes. the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and also uh, Chef uh, Akiyama. Uh, Takanori Akiyama, he's amazing. That is also yes. uh, other restaurants um, and uh, the land to uh, the Sakamai mm-hmm. to many other projects. Yes. Yeah, so he's amazing. The food is the Yoshoku, by the way, is a Western modified, but now mm-hmm. if you go to Japan and you say Yoshoku, that's a very specific Japanese style. Yes. Western. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves their uh, Yoshoku style. Like, especially when you're kids, like when you go to uh, some. Uh, department store and then they have some like a beautiful parlor like a restaurant and they have like uh, omelette like omelette with chicken rice mm. or like uh, gratin with like uh, uh, mac-, mac and white sauce so something very like a very comfort food but it's a little bit like more like uh, elegant I guess so that is very very good food they have right well you mentioned omelette but it's not just like omelette and rice right yeah. rice <laughs> is wrapped carefully it's very thin mm-hmm. beautiful omelette yeah. which is uh, kind of like test for chefs mm-hmm. right. <laughs> so yeah I like that um, yeah so but the moga means a modern girl yes right mm-hmm. so that kind of sounds like uh, the speed of you too <laughs> <laughs> right so um, so what's on the menu at the bar moga in terms of drinks what kind of uh, Beverages. Oh, set. so they now they are specialized uh, the shochu, which is Japanese spirit, and also Japanese whiskey. So they are more uh, focused on Japanese whiskey side, and then they have a big variety of that, and also shochu selection and the shochu variety. It's a lot. So um, there's like a, more than twenty shochu, and then uh, more than kind of almost like a fifty. Uh, Japanese whiskey. Wow. So, yeah, that's, uh, they are trying to be more, like, if you want to have more uh, Japanese whiskey, oh, let's go to Mugo. That's they're trying to do mm. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Japanese whiskey is really hard to get right now mm-hmm. in the market. Yeah. So that's the, the Bamuge is a place to go to. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so what's Cocoa Spirits? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so Cocoa Spirits is a happy hour event uh, every Wednesday. And so I pick each spirit, Japanese spirit, for a month. And then so basically in the four weeks we uh, present uh, one of the Japanese spirits. And then so we are uh, talking about that a little bit, and then offer the very like a uh, reasonable price, and uh, sometimes uh, we do the pairing, uh, no, like a uh, tasting, uh, tasting flight, and also like we offer to have the highball, which is uh, whiskey and soda or like a shochu and soda. So I just want to uh, give some new opportunity for the people who never tried it before. Mm. And that's the main theme. And then, yeah, it's been so much fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, if I was a customer going 
you mm. know, there's no seated area specifically for the prom. You just no. sit anywhere. Yes. And you come over. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you dressed really <laughs> nicely. Yes. It's like a moga style. Like. Yeah, modern girl style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so anybody can go. And then even if you have no idea about Japanese spirits, yes. you can have it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I think it's important that sake is um, kind of the alcohol level of sake is around 50. Around the 17, 18 mm-hmm. percentage wise, but uh, Shochu is 23, um, 24, right. 5, that kind of range yeah. hovering around. And, uh, and then whiskey, of course, it's mm-hmm. over 40. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's the thing that I think bartenders tend to like more mm-hmm. um, rigorous and heavier alcoholic beverage. Mm-hmm. So sake is hard to make cocktails with it because yeah. it's kind of subtle. Mm-hmm. So shochu and whiskey yes. are more mm-hmm. into Right. And of course, you have cocktails, right? Too. Yeah, we do cocktails. When we found that it's very good to uh, present the uh, products that month, uh, we like a Moga's bartender and they give a lot of ideas and then we create a special cocktail. Mm. So this month we are featuring Akashi whiskey. So we have old fashioned. Mm. And then, the, uh, yeah, but sometimes we thought it's better to have just a highball or neat on the rocks so it's it depends like what we are trying to do the best to uh give the opportunity for the people to like eye-opening wow this is cool Mm. so and each month is a little bit different but yeah Mm. so so basically uh the goal of coco spirits is to make people aware yes and then so i am so much uh enjoying to be like a first person to give them opportunity so um there's a lot of people who uh, had the deep knowledge about shochu and the whiskey but i am also uh, welcoming the people who doesn't know anything about it or mm. sometimes they say i don't like whiskey but i'm so welcome them because if i just talk about a little bit or I, if i ask them what they feel like and then so and i would dare to sip with them and then they, I want to see the reaction. Mm. And then so they say, oh, maybe this is not bad. I thought this is taste too strong, but I like it. So I want to give the new opportunity for the people who never tried it before. Mm. That's the, uh, my, one of the main purpose to do right. in the Spray. Interesting, because I think the, the menu, um, in the beverage menu there, is really serious. And mm-hmm. when I was there, visit you. <laughs> it was like all those industry people, Japanese yeah. industry uh-huh. people uh-huh. gathering. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. that's a very funny thing. But I, I really enjoy that. I'm mm-hmm. so happy. Like I, a lot of people came. Even they already know, but that they want to have like some gathering and, and like a, just talking or hanging out there. Then so it's very good vibes because my I have a lot of friends in the industry. They come and also they get someone who doesn't know about it. And then it's very mixed. It's very relaxed and freestyle. So. I want to make more like comfortable mm. like uh, atmosphere for everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah. can go come with Japanese industry people or <laughs> completely yes. nothing that the newbie. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So if I was just the the newbie, mm-hmm. nothing nothing about Japanese mm-hmm. beverage. How do you if I sit down, what would you say first to me? Um so first like I I ask you what you usually drink and if you even it's like a Diet Coke or like uh, green tea or anything. And then I'm going to try to profile what is your favorite 
uh, taste. And also, uh, sometimes you want to have something refreshing or you want to just uh, sit down and sip slowly. So, and then I will give you some recommendation. Maybe you better to have uh, whiskey, Japanese whiskey, or like uh, maybe you better to have the highball with shoju. So, um, it's, it's very um, like fun to have uh, a lot of different drinks. But it doesn't have to be like one way. That's mm. why I always want to customize like, how you feel, like same as jazz, like kind of uh, collaborating how you uh, want to do at the night. And mm. then that's going to be like, different for everybody. Right. So that's like a playing a jazz, depending yes. on the customer, <laughs> the audience. Yeah. Right. Okay, so... Um, yeah, the um, you mentioned each time you have a theme that you had Agashi mm-hmm. whiskey this month. But uh, what else, uh, what kind of themes did you have in the past? Yes, uh, the first month I had uh, Santori Toki whiskey. And that is a beautiful blended whiskey. And then we just want to uh, use like a big name to uh, have the bright opening then it's also when did you start by the way what's a month <laughs> first month first month was uh three months ago okay yeah so and then i was like so excited and then so maybe toki is the perfect because uh that uh whiskey is actually like very good for highball and then i want to tell the highball more people because it's more easy the gateway for the people who doesn't like whiskey. Mm. So because it's very refreshing and a low alcohol percentage because we use a lot of crab soda. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe you can uh, explain a little more about highball because mm-hmm. Japan, highball is like the yes. name. Every, every <laughs> single person knows what highball is. Yeah. But here, it's a highball is a shape of cocktail, like mm-hmm. long yes. glass. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. highball specifically in a... In a context of Japanese whiskey, what is highball? Mm, highball is simply a whiskey and a crab soda or something like a spirits, heart liquor and uh, crab soda, but sometimes we use the term for the shochu. Then uh, chu highs high come from highball. So shochu highball, making short one and the chu mm. high. So basically it's a very simple cocktail. Uh, but it's very easy to drink, but also Japanese uh mixology bar they make that very carefully and then i think that is beautiful cocktail but uh, uh yeah sometimes they do the lemon twist sometimes they do uh orange peel twist or they put in a uh, glass it's a very simple drink but mm. yeah and uh it's one of the few uh spirit based drinks that mm-hmm. you can drink with food Right, yes, because it's uh-huh. light and yeah, yes, exactly. So uh, now people consume uh, highball, which is like whiskey soda, as beer because a lot of people on the diet they want to cut the sugar, and then so whiskey is distilled, so there's no guilty. Mm. And then so it's a very good pairing with like a fried food, like a karaage chicken, like a fried chicken or everything it's going to be so easy to pair with food that's mm. why it's very popular in japan right yeah okay and so you featured a toki toki is a lighter style like compared to yamazaki mm-hmm. or yes Hibiki. and it's also a little citrusy but also it's used um hakushu and chita so they they have a little like smokiness a little bit but in the finish has a little like a honey taste so it's very refreshing so some people say it's kind of lighter but i i think that's great to make a highball because highball has a lot of uh carbonation bubbles because you're using the crab soda and then the, uh, each little bubbles brings up the aroma to mm. your like nose and that's gonna be 
great to have a lot of complex refreshing uh, that take a taste or like a flavor. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that is a great opportunity and a great starter to start Cocoa Spirits. Mm. Yes, that's that's amazing whiskey. I like it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like perfect for this heat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, what's the second month's theme? Second month, I because I, my soul is uh, go to the shochu. So I pick uh, authentic barley shochu, Ichiko. And the time I pick uh, Ichiko Silhouette and also Ichiko Kurobin. And that is very carefully made uh, barley shochu, but it has a, a significant differences, those two. And then so if you are very new for shochu, maybe you can have more enjoyable moment to pair or compare those two. And I picked that one and a lot of people tried the first time but they enjoy especially like uh, Kurobin is made of old koji uh, shochu so mm. usually they use they start a fermentation with koji and then they add a second ingredient but uh, Ichiko Kurobin is used koji again for the second fermentation mm. means they have more uh, sugar content nice. before they distill but it's very smooth and silky and a lot of uh, people say that, oh my god I never tried this, but it's so smooth. And then, yeah, that's, that was beautiful, shochu. Mm, yeah. Smooth, but sounds like it's more intense flavor. Yes, but it's very subtle. It's not too much. It's party, mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, they are carefully trying to make like a more elegant, more subtle. So that's mm. why it's not too much, but it's easy to drink. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the picking up those fun themes, how do you do that? Do you get a sponsor or how? You can have yeah. So basically, uh, the Moga is supporting this event because that is the purpose. They want to expand more Japanese spirits. Then, so we are always discussing the uh, bar Moga's uh, management team and also like uh, bar staff. Then uh, sometimes I got uh, offered, but I just pick whatever I think is going to be very interesting. Mm. And then so after that, they support me how to manage that. So it's very kind of easy way to mm. make It's more like a naturally, like there's no force to do right. next month. Or so whatever. you're yeah. like a composer. <laughs> right. um, yeah, we talked about, you know, the highball, but, you mm. know, there are many different types of drinking spirits from uh, Don the Rocks to Neat to Highball. Mm -hmm. to, so do you have any roles? to suggest this whiskey should be this one and that yeah one. so maybe there is a uh, rules for like maybe it's better to ask like experts but for me I, when I see like a uh, drinking it's like the same as music I, I told you before so it's very freestyle so I uh, don't think there's any like specific rules so if you don't like it you don't just like it then so like if it's bango everybody said it's supposed to be very good but if you don't like it it's okay so mm. that's the arts and then i want to see the drinking style in the same way so if you feel like uh, you want to head on the rocks but if someone said oh it's better to do the highball but it's, it's both like correct both true yeah so <laughs> that's why but some sometimes if it's like a very uh, cold winter it's better to have uh, like a neat and enjoy to sip uh, slowly mm. and it's very like hot day like summer like I recommend just a highball to just cool it down right. it. yeah mm. hot air yeah interesting you just said it sits slowly but uh, I heard I heard uh, that you made a playlist to mm -hmm. pair with the drinks 
Right. Yeah. So how it sounds like a speed related some kind of ah uh, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, music is very like important for the uh, environment when you are drinking or like enjoying food. And then so when I work at the industry, like I had kind of secretary experience or stuff. And if I play the music, high temp people moving like a high temp mm-hmm. and then if I put the slow uh, jazz and the people are just speaking very like low voice and the moving very slow so and then I pick my uh, music list to uh, attach more like a comfortable feeling not too not too to- noisy but it's not too slow like a, you I don't want to make them sleepy at the bar <laughs> so yeah this is very interesting for me to match or like a pair with like drinks and then music at mm. the, yeah yeah interesting yeah. because i think the ambience of the bar is mm. more focused by mm-hmm. you know any reviews or anything but yeah. music music is, is yeah it's very important and the, you don't notice but if you have the nice music if it fits the uh occasion you feel like more relaxed and you don't even know but maybe deep in your mind that your brain is listening to the music and it's gonna makes you so happy mm. that's what i believe yeah right Okay, so uh, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what Japanese spirits to drink now. So uh, including new gin, Japanese gin. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table. Be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit corin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese Broadcasting Live from a Studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Kotema, and my guest today is Koko Kayoko Seo, Japanese beverage specialist and former musician based in New York. And Koko hosts a fun weekly educational happy hour at Bamoga in West Village called Koko's Spirit. So um, so let's talk about some of the spirits that are not known enough outside of Japan. So first, uh, your favorite, shochu. Yeah. Uh, what is special about shochu? Shochu, uh, that's beautiful drink. Um, that is very special because technically it's distilled only once. 
to keep their、uh, natural aroma, like a natural ingredient aroma. And then, so that's why、uh, you can、uh, taste more like sweet potato or variety buckwheat. Sometimes they use a green tea. There's a lot of different variety of shochu. And then, but because it's distilled only once, alcohol percentage is not high as a other spirits compared to the tequila or vodka. So it's 25, it's still a little. Like it's smooth, so this is a very rare spirit you can pair with food, and also you can drink in with hot water or like a cold or neat. There's a variety way to drink, and then it's also very healthy because it's、uh, distilled low sugar. And then、uh, some research said like it's gonna、uh, prevent the blood. Clogs and then so <laughs> yeah it's it's also like very very um tasty and that's、uh, Japanese like、uh, more popular drinks like sake is loved a lot of people but shochu is con、uh, consumed a lot of people in Japan still like yeah that's that's shochu that's、mm. my favorite、right. my love <laughs> okay and、uh, your ancestry <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so um my mother from Kagoshima Prefecture. And then, so because mother is from there, so all the、uh, home cook is like a very match with、uh, shochu. And then my family drinks a lot of、uh, shochu, and I grown up only with shochu. So I never had a, a chance to have wine or sake at home. So yeah, that's my very、uh, natural drinks. But、uh, when I come here, no one drinks it. That's why I say, "Oh my God!" You know.、Mm. And then so、uh, now that's why I want to introduce that one a lot of people. And then so that's my like a childhood or like my background for the、mm. shochu. Right. So Kagoshima is、uh, one of the prefectures in Kyushu where、um, not sake but、uh, shochu is made mainly. Yes. Right. So is it is Kagoshima mainly for potato shochu? Yes, mainly potato because Kagoshima has a, a live、uh, volcano. It's Sakurajima, so that's why the ash is on the soil. Means it's not good to make nice、uh, rice, but it's very good to make、uh, sweet potato.、Mm-hmm. And the same as Peru, Peru has like、uh, that's Andes mountain.、Mm-hmm. So it's very like ash and the,、uh, the soil is kind of similar. And then they imported it, and then they start growing it. And it's they have a lot of like sweet potatoes, so easy to、uh, make shochu. So another co- project for you. Oh yeah, open a shochu distillery in Peru. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have like great ingredients, right? Uh-huh, like uh-huh. thousands, like four thousand potatoes or yes. something. Yes. Oh my god, that sounds cool.、Right? Yes, and they have good music too. <laughs> oh, great,、mm. great. We'll、I'll、talk about、that. it yes. later. <laughs> Right. Okay. So,、um, so I went to visit Bamoga.、Um, you gave me a taste of an interesting shochu. It was a new product by Miz Shochu, and、uh, was green f-、uh, green tea flavored. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? it was very interesting. Yeah. So、um, the Miz Shochu, I've known、uh, them, and then they are very uh, successful uh, brand to.、Uh, Expand opportunity to、uh, collaborate with a lot of bartenders, and then so there, there are a lot of uh, cocktail uh, made with Mizunoma shochu, and then but a、uh, green tea one is very new, and then so one time I try it, and I said wow because you can taste actually like green tea a lot, and、mm. then they are like carefully make it, and then they successfully to keep the aroma as much as possible, 
and then so they use very nice uh, green tea leaves. So um, I did a little like uh, homework, but I asked them, and then so like so there's a lot of different story of how they uh, started a green tea culture. But one of the story is some uh, very uh, noble uh, monk brought back to Japan from China, but the first place they land is Kyushu, the saga. Then so their shochu is made in there, so that's what they're trying to, uh, like a mariage with something come from the same area. Mm. And then so that's why like uh, the green tea. And then also their Japanese craftsmanship, like they are trying to carefully to how to make a great taste of it. Mm. And everything is in the bottle. That's why it's so... Uh, so interesting. It's very tasty. And then so last time we tried, like, you can taste, like, a little, like, uh, cocoa. Mm. Like, more, more like a chocolate right, flavor. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you don't expect uh, from a green tea mm-hmm. image, but this definitely was, like, a dark chocolate yes, flavor. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mentioned it because uh, I think I'm so used to uh, traditional style shochu, mm-hmm. but flavored style yes, is something yeah. happening uh-huh. in Japanese uh-huh. shochu world. So that's very impressive. So, anyways, so um, now Japanese whiskey mm-hmm. is very hot in the market, and yep. uh, some of them really hard to get. Yes. Right. So you said you have fifty uh, labels yes. at the Bamoga right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like technically, like forty-five different kinds, but I think they're adding more. But uh, I think that is a one of the best selection or best uh, lineup of the Japanese whiskey. Mm. Then, so, yeah, the famous Santori products and also, like, uh, Ichiro and then uh, Taketsuru or, like, a Nika product. And there's a lot of things. It's, it's so... Sometimes people think, I just love Yamazaki. But uh, there's also a lot of beautiful uh, Japanese whiskeys. And basically, they are, like... Uh, very try to uh, make beautiful harmony that's like how we like a Japanese product everything uh, basically so uh, it's more smooth and easy to start someone who doesn't like whiskey mm-hmm. and uh, also I, I believe that uh, they use like a soft water like a compared to the uh, Ireland or like England and the, they, the water quality or it's a little different mm. that's gonna give you like a new uh, experience to have whiskey and mm. then yeah that's I, I want to try them all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I uh, you know the, the, if you just look up a Japanese history of Japanese whiskey it's mm. only from Santori Nika those you know yes. the two, mm-hmm. two players but now I, I don't exactly but they're like 25 uh, distilleries now in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Yes. Right? It's mm-hmm. very quickly expanding. Yeah, and because um, first of all, like it tastes really good and also like the way they uh, make whiskey is, I think it's more attached to the Japanese people, like a craftsmanship or like something to make it so deep, like uh, art. Like uh, Japanese people always try to um, make it the best of the best. And then so that's why like it's expanding and then but also like Santori made a big uh, like a, like a bringing like everybody to the higher level because they are like expanding not only Japanese people but also like North America or different countries yeah so it's it's blossoming and then I'm so happy about it mm, right and actually episode 118 Daybroom 
Uh, mm. Who wrote the, the Way of Whiskey? Yes, whiskey, yes. Uh, uh-huh. He came, he came and talked a lot about it. So, mm. yeah, see what happens in the world of Japanese whiskey. Oh no. Uh, so, so you mean like what's there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you never know, right? So, for instance, uh, if you pick your favorite of mm-hmm. Japanese whiskey, mm. which one right now? Right now, oh, maybe like because I um, used in there for my event, I like Akashi, mm. and then so every. The whiskey has a beautiful story behind, but now I study a little bit more about the Akashi whiskey, the distillery. And then, so, like, it's a very small place, but they carefully make it. And then, yeah, that's my favorite because it's a little smoky, mm-hmm. but um, it's not too uh, sharp. But in the finish, it has a little sweetness, and the price range is not crazy high, so that's mm-hmm. why you can... Uh, enjoy anytime and it's very easy uh, to drink and with your friends or like party and then that's that's the one for me to pick right mm. now <laughs> okay right so uh, let's keep discovering <laughs> yes. right. if people say though like um, Japanese whiskey is somewhere between scotch and even bourbon mm-hmm. right but I think the style is more diverse yes right? mm-hmm. every maybe a year yeah. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, let's uh, let's see what happens with the Japanese whiskey. Yes. Um, so, um, so I heard that what comes after Japanese whiskey, maybe mm. gin. Yes. Uh, so, do you have any brand that you recommend? Uh, yeah. So, um, I am planning to uh, present next month or like next week at the Cocoa Spirit. It's Kinobi Gin. It's made in Kyoto. Mm. And then that is so uh, cool to make gin because they are using the technique or like the way to make gin is like a blended whiskey. So uh, and then they using uh, they're making like a spirit is using the uh, local ingredient like a ginger or shiso leaves or uh, like a sancho pepper or yuzu and then. The last bottle has a juniper berry, which is a definition of the gin. Like you have to use a juniper berry. Then, so they blended all the different flavor as one. Mm-hmm. So that's why it has like a beautiful complex and then also like very subtle. It's very different level of gin. I love it. So mm. that's my recommendation. Right. Yeah. And I heard the spirit itself is made of rice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's very different. It's very different, and also they using. Uh, Fushimi water, which is very famous for uh, sake brewing, mm. and then so that's why like a water quality is amazing, and they use in the rice, and then using the Japanese products, mm. so it's kind of harmony of the all the stuff they have in Kyoto. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I also tried uh, the Santori Roku, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's here yet in this country. Yeah, yeah. But they had they feature four seasons and then mm-hmm. they have uh, same idea but uh, they have sakura cherry flowers mm-hmm. and uh, sencha gyokuro sancho pepper yuzu and all yeah. those good stuff <laughs> so yeah so gin might be the next Japanese yes, gin might be the next yeah. thing right okay uh, so by the way you have both sake and shoujo advisor certificates mm-hmm. so how did you get them so first um. So I, my friend, uh, Jessica, Miss Sake USA, and then so she gave me a lot of opportunity to drink, to drink in like a nice sake when I hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Then so I started interested in uh, sake and then I took 
the psychiatric advisor first. So that was a great opportunity for me to learn the, how to actually make it. And then, so after that, but I always drink a whiskey and then I love shochu. And one of the persons said, oh, Coco, why don't you take a shochu one? And I said, okay. Then uh, shochu just click in my heart. It's, it's just so like a bringing back all good memory with my grandparents. Mm. And yeah, now I can have both uh, knowledge. That's why it's so easy for me to like, explain to the people if they don't know about it at all. Mm. Yeah, that, that's very good uh, things for me like last year to take those uh, both certificates. Mm. So time. for listeners if, uh, who are interested in yeah. taking the certificates, mm-hmm. how, how do you do that? So um, you apply through like SSI, which is an organization like supporting uh, shochu and the sake advisor and also like sommelier course. Then so they will give you uh, a textbook and then you study. It's better to study because it's a little complicated. Mm. Then uh, the day you can have the instructor and you get the class from nine to uh, four, then you will t- have the exam. And then, so it's 100 uh, 100 questions. After 75, you pass. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So, and there's the, uh, I think the details is that sakeschoolofamerica.com. Yes. I think that's what it is. Sakeschoolofamerica.com. That's Mm -hmm. one word. So, it's one day and then Mm -hmm. take the... One day course, but also it's involving a lot of tasting. Mm. So, you better be careful because uh, that's... When I do the shochu advisor course, I just don't want to waste everything. And then I try to finish <laughs> it. And they, I feel like, oh my God, it's lunchtime, but I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> so drink water well. Right. Okay, that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So um, and I heard that you went to the Tales uh, mm-hmm. of the Cocktail yeah. last month, mm-hmm. uh, which is the world biggest cocktail event uh, held in New York, New Orleans annually. New Orleans, yes. So um, how were Japanese spirits pre- featured there? Oh, um, actually, like there is uh, more people knows about uh, shochu when I go there. And then uh, their reaction is very good. Like sometimes I see the people say, mm, that's no good. But shochu, when they try it, they always give very nice, uh, like a positive opinion. Mm. So, and then uh, Japanese shochu maker, they try to uh, expand their uh, market in U.S. That's why they have a lot of like a little stickers or like a nice uh, uh, ornaments. And then that's very good way. But so, because... But not everybody knows about it. So that's why I want to help them to uh, get the opportunity for the, a lot of people. But yeah, it's it's like it's surprising for me to uh, see a lot of people knows about it. Mm. Yeah. Right. And by the same token, um, Japanese people not to be showy yeah. about. Uh-huh. They're not uh-huh. so good at explaining, <laughs> yeah. communicating uh-huh. verbally. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's something you're good at. Yeah, I, I really want to do so that when I went there, I just start talking to the lady who come from uh, Texas, a lady working there. She has no idea about it. And then, but she just wanted to try because it looks very nice at the booth. And then I explained to her about the difference and how they make it. And then we tried a lot of like a five or six different chochu. And now she's like so like crazy about it. And then she's trying to make some cocktail 
with shochu in Texas, and it's really cool. I wow. think, yeah. <laughs> mm. So uh, of course you have uh, the cocoa spirits, but what's your plan for the future? Future, um, I want to be the person who uh, talks about shochu all the time, and then also I want to make a bigger. Uh, community that people can uh, share the information and drink it together, and also I think learning uh, friends, and then yeah. So and also like I want the Japanese people knows about it's also popular in the U.S. It's mm. like it's gonna be it because it's very um, nice product, and then so it, the usually like a shochu is for. Like a party or like relaxing each other, they get get to know each other. So that's why I really want to、uh, hope to make bigger saga of shochu、mm. with me. Right, <laughs> so the platform、you. could be、um, events or bars. Yes,、uh-huh. or you can open on your own shochu bar. <laughs> that's gonna be really nice.、Right. Yes, I want to do more、um, events and then some. In the future, I want to do some like a lecture, like one on one, very easy stuff. And then also, I want to do some pairing,、uh, food pairing.、Um, yeah, there's a lot of thing I want to do, and also like with music. And、mm. then, yeah, this is my dream. It's gonna be very nice to do everything together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's special about it is that the way you look at、uh, the whole spirits, the world of spirits,、um, combining. In the sense、mm-hmm. of audience through、yes. music,、mm-hmm. I think it's very important. Yeah, so that's why Cocoa Spirits name. We took a lot of time to、uh, decide how we're gonna name、uh, the event. So and then like we can call it all whiskey Wednesday, but it's supposed to be only whiskey. And then how we gonna do? Okay, so spirits is、mm. spirits, and also my personality or like my life or what I wanted to do. Right. So that's. Great name, I、yeah. think. I love it. Right, <laughs> you have very good spirits.、So. <laughs> okay, so for listeners、um, uh, who are interested in、uh, come and see you, so could you tell us again、uh, the details of the Cocoa Spirits? Well, how can we find it? Yes. Ah,、uh, so we are having the happy hour event every Wednesday at the Bar Moga West Village, and we ah、uh, present each different Japanese spirits ah、uh, the month, and then so you can have a special price ah.、Uh, Neat on the rocks or highball or some special cocktail depends on the spirits. Then、uh, it's very relaxed place. You just come in and get seats and talk to people, and we have amazing food. And then I pick the music, so please come anytime. I'll be there every Wednesday.、Mm, great. Okay. And、uh, details it's abamoga dot com. Yes. Okay. B a b a r m o g a dot com. Okay. So good luck and、uh, keep me posted. Yes. All、right, so thank you for joining us today, Kaka. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay, so、uh, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show,、uh, or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at Japanese at Heritage Radio Network dot org or Kikukatema dot com. And、uh, Japanese is live at three three p.m. on Mondays and always available at Heritage Radio Network dot org, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. And our engineer、uh, is David Satoshiwara. And、uh, thank you for listening. And we'll take a summer break, and we'll be back on September tenth. Have a great summer, everyone. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.